Hello, this is Monica Dubay, and you're in the Heal Your Mind podcast. Thanks for joining me. I'm going to be getting into a topic that I really believe is one of the hardest things that we face as human beings on this planet, and that is judgment. Now, in Chapter 9 of the book, Heal Your Mind, Heal Your Life, I talk about releasing judgment, and I'm going to read some of this to you because as I see it, Most of us are stuck in the judgment of our own mind. And a lot of what we do is judge ourselves and think we're supposed to be something other than who we are. And that doesn't bring us any joy. Now, one of the most difficult challenges when we become more self-aware and we're on this path of awakening is to stop judging. You almost have to stop thinking entirely to stop judging yourself and others. Judgment does make up the false self, the ego, and it's always condemning or making someone or something wrong. It comes from the incessant need to be right and to have your opinions validated. I understand that we often think that our opinions are true because we believe them. And we may think we're seeking respect to have people agree with us. But underneath, we're often seeking approval. If you were judged harshly growing up, you probably have high expectations for yourself, of yourself. You keep trying to perfect yourself, to make up for being mistreated. You may have learned to compensate for this by becoming a loner or an introvert or a high achiever, a perfectionist. You always try to better yourself because deep down you don't feel valued or worthy. Here's a case study of someone that I worked with and I really want you to hear how intense this was for me to work with this, this person, help her to see things a little differently. Often we have this judgment of ourselves buried deep in our subconscious, but often it's not buried. It's something we're very well aware of how much we judge ourselves and how much we believe those thoughts and beliefs about ourselves are true. And then we project that onto other people and make them wrong. We think they are judging us. It's all part of the insanity of the egoic thought system, which sees yourself as separate from other people. And from that vantage point, you are indeed unhappy because you can't be happy being separate from everything that is when you are actually a part of everything that is. So here's a case study of what I do or what I've helped people see um, who are in a great deal of self-judgment. So I've had a lot of clients who are traumatized by a lot of judgment from their parents. One was a woman whom I'll call Heather. She came to me when she'd gotten laid off and she was close to retirement. She didn't want to retire yet and didn't know what she wanted to do next. Her mother was abusive, and she had to leave home at an early age to get away. 
when she flunked out of college, she then began to realize she had to get herself together. And she did. She actually ended up earning a PhD. She had married two men who didn't treat her well. And then when she came to see me, she said she wanted to find her life purpose. I got it. Because of the abuse in her childhood and the deep anger toward her ex-husbands, she did not allow herself to feel real love for herself. She made up some rules for her life, and she didn't understand why she had to go through so much difficulty. Although she had excelled financially and she had freed herself from these two abusive men, in spite of these amazing accomplishments, she wasn't able to feel good about herself. When trauma causes deep pain, we must tread lightly and find ways to connect to the inner parts of us that were hurt. I have found that the way out of deep pain and self-judgment is self-love. I helped her to see that the work she needed to do was internal, that her purpose wasn't outside herself she was just going to suddenly find. Purpose resides underneath all the resentment resentment and anger. And we do have to heal that first before our purpose will come into our awareness. It's a discovery of who you are and what you care about and why you care about it. I helped her to see it was important for her to give herself time to recover and to be okay with herself. It was difficult for her to trust the process and to let go. She was very guarded And I understood it, you know, and it's quite confronting to have someone say to you, you need to be a little willing here to see this differently, to give up your opinion about yourself and to know that even though you went through a lot of deep pain, we sometimes have to really choose to see it all differently. We sometimes try to make our lives work without facing these this suffering within us and without trying, without accepting causation. When we really get to the deeper wounds in us that keep us in pain and we get to look at them from a vantage point of compassion and willingness to see it differently, you can really step out of the past and create something new. But when we don't, These wounds become the drivers of our lives and we go to our graves with resentment and bitterness. So on the spiritual journey, we can learn to release these harsh rules that we made up that we think we have to obey. Giving up self-judgment is a huge change for many people, especially abuse victims. Not just your judgment of yourself, but of the perpetrators. We need compassion and self-awareness. Once we have found this, a way to find compassion for ourselves and for what we went through and not accept it as it was okay that that happened, but just to notice it did happen, but I don't have to live in that still. Then a deeper healing can take place when we have the willingness to really look at it from a very different vantage point. From the advantage point 
of the adult. The wise woman or man who's grown up, who's created a life. It takes something. You have to have courage. You have to be willing to take full responsibility for, for what you believe now, not back then. Because back then you were a kid probably and you didn't have a choice about it. So bitterness and self-judgment actually mirror the harshness we experienced in our childhood. It's actually the same thing. And being overly harsh with yourself isn't helpful. You do need some attention to that. We need to give it attention in order to heal it. Because when you judge yourself, there's no hope for you to be free. It's just how it is. Judgment separates you from yourself and from others. Here's my experience. I had a loving home, but there were several times when my mother criticized me. More than several times. <laughs> I was a, a young, I was number seven out of nine kids. And I kept feeling that there was something wrong with me, that I was constantly being criticized. But I continued to be compensated, compensate for it by trying to be good or not rock the boat and try to be better than my siblings. So I wouldn't upset anyone. I'd try to fix the relationships and heal everybody and be the peacemaker. That's what I learned in my religious upbringing as well. And I had a harsh kindergarten teacher who was really strict and mean. So from the moment I left home, I really didn't feel safe. And then I went to Catholic school and had nuns that were also really good at instilling fear in young children. Unfortunately, I think this has changed now, but this pattern kept repeating in my life with some music teachers and conductors and, you know, other teachers in my life. Now, when we learn to be compassionate toward ourselves, toward what we've lived through, toward how we were raised and the thoughts and beliefs that, you know, became who we are, we have to learn that the heart can soften and it can open up to a new way of being. The heart is where we stop judging when we let go of the thoughts and beliefs that everything is wrong about me, when we stop judging what's occurred and receive our own mercy, because when you give yourself mercy and love and forgive yourself for believing what you believe, then love comes into your mind and lights it up. If you really feel that you've been treated unfairly, and you're, and you're holding on to that story, you're not free and you will not be free until you see it a little bit differently. I'm not saying it's easy to do, but I am saying that you have to look at it differently if you want to be free and change your mind and thoughts about it and about yourself. Your obsessive thoughts of a situation do nothing but reinforce the pain. And it's a double bind. What I mean by that is you're obsessed with a situation that you had nothing to do with, that you couldn't change, and 
then you keep the story going and you keep reinforcing it. And then you blame yourself. That's the double bind. You'll be taken care of perfectly in your healing, even of the deepest judgments and the resentment. You will be taken care of. You cannot change the outcome of what happened, but you can change your reaction. You don't have to live in the past. The hardest lessons are the ones that bring us to our knees. And they bring the deepest pain. And they are also the ones that set us free. What I mean by that is doing this deeper work changes you. Even the most traumatic events can be released. Your, your beliefs are still the cause of your pain. I know how hard it is. It can be to hear this, but after the event is over, no matter how extreme the situation, love wins when we forgive and we win because we get to be free. We can learn to evolve into compassionate and more sensitive human beings. Hitting the lowest point when you don't have anywhere to go, but inside and surrender is a turning point in your awakening. I know it doesn't always feel that way because it's a bottom. A bottom, meaning you just get to the bottom of the whole thing and realize I have nowhere to go but up. <laughs> Consider this idea. The bottom can be a springboard that could catapult you into a realm of pure love and self-awareness and connection to your creator. And with all that is, it can change your life entirely. But you won't know that until you experience the release, until you get to the bottom. Now, you can't fit, get yourself out of it, believe me. You will need help and surrender at this point is critical. What do I mean by surrender? Just letting go of trying to solve your own problem. Just letting go of what you think should happen. Just letting go of your judgment and your resentment and your pain. I promise you the ego finally dissolves when we stop trying to solve our own problem. When we stop trying to be the author of our life and let it be that we are simply being ourselves. We have nothing to prove. So here's some questions to think about. Do you judge yourself? How often do you judge yourself? What do you say? What do you say to yourself? Do you criticize yourself all day long? Do you call yourself names? Do you get really upset over minor things? And most of us do, so don't feel bad if you find yourself saying yes to all of these questions, because we all do. We're human beings. My next question is gonna really give you something to think about. Did, you, did someone from your past judge you harshly? You probably thought of that person already. What I'm going to ask you to do is just find a way to forgive yourself for perpetuating the situation. 
by holding on to it. Not that it was good or it was the right thing or nothing like that. Just can you let go of perpetuating the situation, hanging on to it? If you can't, that's fine. But find the humility within yourself to just simply know or state, I don't have the solution to this. It's too painful. I've been there. I get it. There were things I couldn't forgive when I was going through some of the deepest parts of my awakening. I finally surrendered even being successful at forgiving. (laughs) Because forgiving isn't about pardon. Forgiving is seeing that what happened is over and gone. And I don't have to live in it anymore. There's great wisdom in forgiving and seeing that your own problem can be resolved when you stop holding on to it or making it real. So what life life lessons have you learned from that event that happened? Think about it. What life lessons have you learned from that event or those events? Once you start to ask that question, your life will change because you'll see, oh, I had to learn it that way. Or I chose to, or well, maybe, who knows, maybe it just happened that way. Don't judge yourself for what happened. Set yourself free today by letting go of self-judgment and knowing that you actually have the power to heal your mind right here and now by asking for help. In the Course in Miracles, it says, ask for a miracle. When miracles have not occurred, something's going wrong. They're natural to us to have shifts in perception from fear and anger and resentment and judgment to simply allowing everything to be exactly as it is right here and right now. You have light energy in you. You have an innate intelligence system that knows the difference between anger and love, between joy and harsh judgment. There's a big difference. Being able to t- being able to tell the difference makes a big difference to you because once you get it, fear feels like this and relinquishment of fear feels like that. And you know you always have a choice between the two. All the information you seek, all that you need, is all within you. The healing, the grace, the light, the wisdom. It's all within you. Your mind is not contained within your body, but it encompasses your entire energy field. It's a multi-dimensional field. And therefore, it's not limited to this third dimension that we seem to see with our physical eyes. There's a lot more to this than meets the eye. Because <laughs> your mind is really powerful. It's all powerful. You actually have the creative ability to believe and therefore experience what you choose. And belief is powerful indeed. Remember this, your mind is always creating, always creating. It never sleeps.
So when you do this deep inner work on yourself and let go of trying to solve your own problem, you can release your own beliefs. And guess what happens? Your life changes. You attract really powerful things to yourself. You make your future by thinking, what if? What if I could create a business? What if I could create a partnership? What if I could create financial success? What if I could create um, joy, living in joy, being at peace? Guess what? You can. And you'll feel a much greater sense of peace and well-being on a daily basis when you do your work. It has these huge rewards that are unlike anything that you've ever experienced. You're going to laugh more. You're going to feel a lot lighter because your energy feels freed up from the past. And as you begin to experience the release of your belief patterns, you will learn that letting go is easier than doing battle with yourself. And it's a lot more fun. You're also going to have a lot more energy to use for creating and creating what you desire. Not only for you, but perhaps for other human beings on this planet who also struggle with resistance, anger, and fear. When you really take this on, your energy field becomes a lot more balanced. Your emotions are peaceful and you have absolutely nothing to prove. You just live in the joy of life. It becomes an interesting play of ideas, possibilities, and over time, your bodily concerns melt away because your body is an effect of your mind. So once here, joy is pretty natural. All the ideas that you had of lack and loss and death and suffering, they kind of all go away when you decide you want to live in harmony with yourself. And isn't, don't you think it's worth it? It's worth every moment of the work that it takes to release fear, doubt, guilt, and judgment. Once you've reconnected with your higher self and you feel the joy of life, you'll never go back. I promise you. There is immense power in knowing who you are and what you're meant to do. And even though you were blocked by your past and your beliefs prior to doing this essential internal work, you don't have to stay there. When you feel deep resistance, fear or anger, guilt or shame, you just know you have some work to do. The only way out is to go through it. And how you do that is up to you. You need to decide what works most efficiently for you. There are lots of teachers and many methods. I suggest you find one that you resonate with and stick with it. Don't keep switching from one to the other. Really go deep on a specific method or teacher or path. Because when you go deep enough, you'll get to the core of your thought system and recognize, oh, it's not as bad as I thought. Don't be surprised when after a while, you know, you may find a spiritual teacher and they might disappoint you after a while because every time a student comes to a teacher to learn what they know, they'll learn it and then move on and need to grow th further. So we do outgrow our teachers and our master teachers won't let us idolize them. 
you probably will idolize them, but be aware of it. It's a tendency to make someone more powerful than you. Now, why should you idolize someone just because they're helping you? Don't idolize them. Just thank them and be grateful. Because a true teacher only wants you to be free of all the attachments to all your relationships, including the one with them. What I mean by that is the idea that you could be dependent on another person. Because that's not really going to help you. That's basically what I wanted to share today. All about giving up judgment, letting go, choosing to see things differently, and setting yourself free. Every day you have an opportunity to see yourself in a whole different light if you choose to. All it takes is you deciding you want to see it differently. You want to be in joy. You want to be in a state of wholeness. Because the fact is, you already are whole. That's how you were created. Thanks for listening. I hope that you liked this chapter on judgment and self-judgment and how to relinquish it. And letting go of fear. Letting go of what's holding you back. Because honestly, the only way out is through this. Through this false idea of judgment <laughs> There's nothing wrong with you. You haven't done anything wrong. You literally are a being of love. And you've always been that. No matter what's happened to you, you will always be the light that you seek. So today I want to encourage you to seek and find the answer. Seek and find. Right where it is. Right inside of you. Thanks for listening. And I'll see you again soon, next time. Bye for now.